Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. I'm Adam Bergman. Tax attorney, founder of Ivory Financial. On today's episode, got three great, great, great questions for you. One involving solo 401ks and an EIN, the other starting a business in a 401k. Then obviously got to do one on the self-directed IRA LLC as well. So let's get started. First question is from YouTube. And this person wants to know, do I need an EIN for my 401k? So the answer generally is yes. If you want to open a bank account for your 401k, you're going to need an EIN. Why? Because in order to open a bank account, the bank or financial institution is generally going to want a tax ID number or EIN. So we suggest getting it for all our solo 401k clients. We acquire EINs. It's free. We'll do it for you on the IRS website. Um, you actually don't need the EIN for the 401k to file the 5500 or the 5,500 EZ if your plan assets are above 250K, but you need it to open the bank account and likely also a brokerage account. So the answer is you definitely need it to open the account. You, do, you don't need it. If you're just gonna do an investment, let's say for real estate from IRA Financial directly, and you don't want a bank account or a brokerage account, you technically don't need an EIN and we won't require you to have one. We'll get it for you, but you don't need it. But if you want to do banking or have a brokerage account, you will need the EIN. So really good question. Second question from Sarah Y of Knoxville, Tennessee. And Sarah wants to know, can I draft my own self-directed IRA LLC operating agreement? Well, Sarah, technically, yeah, you can pull your own teeth too if you want, paint your own house. So you can do whatever you want. Uh, it's a great free country we live in. But beware, because the IRA LLC operating agreement is important. It dictates the terms of the LLC, profits and losses, and most importantly, protects you as the manager of the LLC and makes sure that all the required IRS primitive transaction, UBTI, self-dealing, conflict of interest, all that language is in there that protects you and sets forth what you can and cannot do uh, in the LLC. So my suggestion is don't waste your time. Uh, I have plenty of clients that are lawyers, even tax lawyers, and they have us do the operating agreement. Our operating agreement has been worked on for the last 12 years. We modify it each year, update it, amend it. Um, so it's just, it's not worth your time or the cost. It's not expensive to have us do. Is it required for us to do? No, we do have clients that do it themselves. And that's fine. Our compliance department will review it, make sure that it's in full compliance with the terms um, of, of our operating agreement and make sure it's fully protecting the IRA owner if it does. We'll accept it. No problem. We're, if we can, we'll save you the money. But we've got operating agreements that are a mess too, where there's provisions missing, um, the profits and loss, especially if it's a multiple member LLC, there's potential tax ramifications um, because there's no liquidation based off capital accounts. The profit allocation doesn't match the distribution, so on and so forth. Big mess, not worth your time. But Sarah, if you really want to do it yourself and, and you can do it, then go for it, no problem. But I'm telling you, it's not worth your time or your energy to do it yourself if you don't have the expertise. I'm gonna say a few hundred bucks, not worth it. So, and, and ultimately it could, could impact your retirement account 
um, if it becomes you know, subject to IRS scrutiny down the road. But thank you so much for that question, Sarah. And the third and final question on today's podcast is from Billy I. Richmond, Virginia. And great place, Richmond. I have a couple of buddies there, Billy. So this question is, do I need a business to start a solo K? So the answer is technically, yeah, because <laughs> a solo 401k is an employer plan, right? Just like a SEP, you need a business. If you're retired, you play golf all day, schedule C, Inc., schedule E, passive real estate, social security, disability, you just are a billionaire, you don't need to work, then you can't have a solo K. You need to have a business that adopts the solo K. The business does not need to be a billion dollar business. It could be a widget selling 10 widgets a year on eBay, right? Selling shoes on Amazon. Um, it could be even $500, $1,000. You don't have to have a multi-billion dollar business and you actually don't even need technically revenues today. As long as there's the anticipation of income, whether you're providing services or goods, that will also suffice. So obviously, if you don't have any income, you're not going to be able to contribute that income to the plan. But if you're really just starting the business, you're more interested in using the Solo K as an investment vehicle versus a plan for retirement contributions, then you just need some business activity. Schedule C could be 100 bucks, 1,000 bucks. You just want to show anticipation of income or services being provided, and there's some expectation of profit. Again, it doesn't need to be billions of dollars or even millions of dollars. Now, if you're in real estate, I get this question a lot. Well, doing rental real estate, I have a couple of homes, schedule E as an Edward. I don't pay social security and FICA. My accountant told me to do that. And I always respond, that's great. It makes sense, but you can't have a solo K because an E, schedule E is not a business. It's just a passive activity. But if you move some of that income to C as in Charlie with your 1040, Yes, some of that will be subject to Social Security and FICA, say about 13 or so percent, but you'll be able to contribute the rest into the plan, get a tax deduction. So other than the Social Security and FICA should be a tax neutral transaction. And then, of course, you'll have the plan where you can use it to make investments. You can also use it to you know, borrow gains up to 50K um, and, and do other um, things, let's, such as maybe taking a hardship distribution uh, or other um, types of um, benefits. So it's based off facts, right? If you don't have a business, you don't have a business. If you sit home all day, you know, watch movies or you're just rich and on your yacht, you don't have a business. But it's kind of like pornography. You, you know it when you see it, you know if you're in a business. Real estate's the only area that's gray. And the only way to turn a passive activity into an active business is by going E to C. Um, and then you know, turning some of that passive rental real estate into management income. Yes, it's subject to Social Security and FICA, but you'll get the benefit of the plan and the uh, contribution deduction. So really, really good question, Billy. Thank you so much. Um, and that's it. It's a short, but sweet podcast. Um, three really good questions. Um, keep them coming. If you have other questions, shoot them over to me, Info at IRA Financial. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, wherever. Love to hear from you. We got a really good queue of questions, but if you send something in and it kind of piques our interest, um, we'll, we'll do it. We will move you right to the front of the line. So there you go. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you as well. Have a wonderful rest of your day and uh, talk to everyone again soon. Take care.